obviously you made a right turn because here's the wrong kind of podcast all right here we go all right welcome it's the wrong kind of podcast and yancey's over there ahoy it's been four years april since these two young men were here and uh did you guys go through four years of college in that time uh no well yes kind of yeah kind of that's tanner that's josh yeah so uh i did what two years um finished my bachelor's and then a year and a half for the master's so so you have a bachelor's and a master now yep so you're officially the smartest person in the room um I'm the most educated. Okay. No, right. the most smartest. <laughs> but yeah. Good save. Good save. He may still be yeah. the yeah. smartest person in the room. How about you? You got a bachelor's and a master's? No, just the bachelor's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, you don't let him do that to you, huh? That's all right. All yeah, right. You know, I'll probably get my master's later on. Yeah. Uh, uh, whenever I get settled down in the field, I really want to uh, basically, yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. you decide you want to be when you grow up. Yep, that's I'm, it. I'm right still there. trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. So when you guys were here before, Yancey wasn't here. Was was Zach here then? I think it was just the three of us. I think so. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were just here. You was getting ready to take off and go to college, and that was kind of uh, like the whole thing. What does a uh, how old would you guys have been then in nineteen? You're same age, right? So uh, he Josh is slightly younger than me. So I was just about to turn twenty one whenever we would have been here the last time. So. And I think it was the whole premise of the thing was what is it like for a 20, 21-year-old in Coffeeville getting ready to go off to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we know what it's like for old people that come back from college. And here you are getting ready to break off into the world. Yeah. So who wants to go first? Give us an update. What have you been up to over those years and where you're getting ready to go? Go right ahead. Yours is more exciting. So Shoot. I don't about know about yours. that. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so I just graduated in May with my bachelor's in plastics engineering technology. Yeah. And uh, I am getting ready to embark on a journey yeah. uh, across the world to Taiwan. Um, I've been there before yeah. and uh, really liked it. So, Is there a big plastics industry over in Taiwan? You know, there, there are some uh, plastics companies there. Uh, it's a little harder to go to work for one of those because you have to be fluent in Mandarin Chinese. So, um, there are a few companies that are American. Um, so in the, in that case, if you could find a job there, then you could do that where you wouldn't have to be fluent in Mandarin Chinese. No. All you need to know is English. Are you jobs. going over to live to stay? You're not coming back kind of a deal? Well, I'll be coming back. I don't See, want to be over there for more than a year. I think I know why you're going over there, but I really don't want to say. But oh, you uh, can you can say it. It's fine. You're going over there for a woman, ain't you? Yeah, kind of. I was gonna play. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> play that. Who was it? When a man loves a woman, I was gonna play that, and I forgot all about getting it keyed up. Yeah. So you're going to Taiwan, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, son. Are you worried at all about the imminent war that's about to happen over there? Well, uh, it depends on what media sources you look at and mm-hmm. um which one are you looking at all, all the ones them. i'm looking at saying that uh, there's some assholes that live across the water and yes well and that that is true um but i would say that the that right now the threat is not exactly imminent yeah. and even if you go and read some of our um military leader statements yeah. uh they even say that the threat is not 
imminent just yet. Yeah. It's pretty westernized over there, isn't it? Yes. Kind of like Hong Kong type deal, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's... He, it's it's a really neat deal. I mean, you'll go over there and you'll see influences from all over Southeast Asia, and then you'll see the Western influence, um, and uh, it's it's a really neat deal. You'll see Japanese influence, Korean influence, um, and then of course it's the Chinese culture. Yeah. And you know, at one point in time, that island was occupied by the Japanese in World War II, so you get to see some of the old remnants from that bunkers and stuff yeah old mining towns and things like that it's pretty neat do you know the history of taiwan so you said it was chinese culture but it was occupied by the japanese so so i'm gonna mess this up so the japanese took it over right and then china never got it back or did they ever have it well you know china at that point in time uh sort of claim to that island i mean it, they After technically the owned it mm-hmm. and the japanese kind of gave it back right okay. but then there was a civil war uh, between the uh new you know communist uprising and then um the uh republic of china which was the was the former uh government of all of china okay. but the communists won yeah and so then they had to flee to taiwan to get I away did not realize yes that. so the old uh dynasty kind of period of china fled to taiwan that's right yeah so there was a there was a communist uprising so the Uh, communists won they fled to the island and so they still think that that taiwan is rightfully theirs because now they're china but you know what taiwan you know they say it's west taiwan so Mm -hmm. over there west taiwan huh yeah mainland china west taiwan Mm. oh shit it's pretty good (laughs) i mean i like it yeah commies we're big in China, you know. Number one podcast in China. Yeah. Really? Prove us wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you ain't gonna, you're not going to get any information out of China. As far as I'm no. concerned, this is the number one podcast in China. Huh. So that's cool. So you got any plans when you hit there? I mean, you going to work? What's the, what's the scoop? What yes. Is, what does a uh, white kid from uh, Kansas do in Taiwan? So uh, a lot of foreigners that go over there mm-hmm. um, teach English. They find a lot of jobs in mm-hmm. that. And you're, it pays pretty well. You're pretty good with the English. Oh, yeah. I'm an expert. <laughs> About 24 years of experience. So, yeah, I would say I'm pretty good at it. And you said you don't want to be there more than a year. Why is that? Uh, because I need to come back here and start my engineering career here in oh, the States. I thought maybe if it had something to do with uh, if you stayed over there, you become Taiwanese and you can't come back or something like that. No, I don't really have to worry about that. Um, if I do stay, well, I guess... If you stay over there for more than a year, you might have some trouble um, getting yeah. back into the country. They'll mm-hmm. kind of the U.S. government might haggle you a little bit at customs. Yeah, what's um, that application process like? You have to get a, a visa to go there, stay for a extended amount of time, or yeah. So you you if you're going to stay there for more than ninety days, you'll need a student visa or work visa, um, and those will unless you're getting married. But, oh, really? You know, getting married, huh? No, no. That's what I thought I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it's going to happen, n- huh? No, work work visa for me, um, teaching English. So um, then I want to come back to the States mm-hmm. and, then, and then start my engineering career here. Mm-hmm. Because if I stay more than a year, I'll lose my credibility. Really? Um, just with my degree. Mm-hmm. So it's better. I don't take too long over there. 
I think one year is all right because, you know, most companies will see that as uh, yeah, as some really neat international experience, especially in plastics because there's so many plastics companies in, in China and all the Southeast Asia Man, if, region. If, so If you could come back speaking Mandarin, that'd be a big deal too probably yeah actually i'm i'm in the process of learning that right now you got so. anything you can say right now on that yeah i could throw something out for us what does that sound like okay uh you want to stare at you well see it, it's 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 a little warm outside okay. i don't know i guess you could ask a kid this one uh you could ask them if they want ice cream okay that was a see. little bit sounds right? delicious yes yeah <laughs> See, can I get some uh, soup with that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you said it pretty well too. Yeah, that's yeah, good stuff. Is there gonna yeah. be a lot of ice cream going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, every damn Chinese restaurant you go to, they got an ice cream machine. It's true. Well, yeah, they they actually um, what they're famous for over there is their shaved ice. Really, um, they have this mango shaved ice, and it's like huge. Really? It comes with that's fresh mango, said. some of the best mango you've ever had. Yeah. Oh yeah, I. Everyone knew I was from America whenever I was there because I sat down there and ate the whole damn thing. Uh, like so, like you're not supposed to. Are you supposed to leave some? Is it impolite to eat it all? Or well, I mean, you know, like there's like you know you'll see like these families and it's like oh, for like four or five it's sitting around this family. thing eating it, and I'm over here by myself eating it, and they're like, man, mm. typical American <laughs> glutton. Yeah, yeah, glutton myself. So That's good stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff, man. I mean, I'm I'm excited for you and scared for you all at the same time. I'm not going to lie to you. So with your degree, are you looking at um, like design or like a designing degree? Or I mean, what does that entail as far as your engineering uh, that you want to get into? I mean, what kind of work will you ultimately be looking for? You know, I, I have a little bit of experience in manufacturing um, on that side. I work down at... Uh, for a company in Rogers and uh, I was basically like a project engineer. So basically I just optimized the manufacturing and then uh, talked with the customer and um, tried to lower the cost uh, of manufacturing. Streamline processes yeah, and stuff basically like that. Just, yeah. yeah, process optimization. Um, so, you know, I really liked that because I got to work with the people uh, down on the plant floor. And so, you know, that was something that was really neat down with the peasants <laughs> yeah I, I liked it you know i i got to uh to the point where i starting to know everybody's name and uh yeah it was a really good deal but um they offered me a job and you know of course i didn't i didn't take it because i'm i'm doing this so well that's good maybe when you come back you can bring your uh lady friend with you and uh we'll have ice cream we'll have ice that's cream. right <laughs> i don't know how to say it then <laughs> all right Tanner? Yeah. And so I got some funny too to add about uh, oh, yeah. Josh here. Oh, right. So uh, when he met this girl named Claire, since he didn't say her name, I'll say That's her name. That's nice. Hi, Claire. <laughs> so Claire, yeah. Hi, Claire in Taiwan. How are Hold you? Hold on a second. Is Claire's name actually Claire, or is that the name that she's well, chosen? Well, that's her you? English name. Okay. Break it down for us one but, time. What's her real name? Uh, so her first name is Yoshin. Yoshin? Yoshin. So like ocean with the Y. Yoshin? Yeah. Yeah. It's like ocean okay. with the Y. But Claire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's easier for all of us. Right. Yeah. over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's right. cool. All yep. right. So go ahead yep. with go So ahead yeah. With Claire. So uh, we were going to like a church deal uh, on Tuesday nights. And 
Josh kind of became friends with these girls because he would be telling them how he cooked and stuff all the time and all that. So, you know, we'd have some little get-togethers where we'd have, like, you know, six of these church girls over while Josh is, like, whipping up some pizza or whatever, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. just being Gordon Ramsay of, of Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And nice. being being just a great guy. And then uh, we were up late one night with and all hanging out, and he goes, yeah, I don't know. I'm getting pretty tired. i got to get up at 4.30 and run in the morning. Everybody's like, this is a madman. This man is crazy. And she goes, oh, you're going to run in the morning at 4.30? Yeah, okay, well, I'll go with you. I'll go run. So this proceeds to go on for about 90 days. He's like, man, I don't know what's going on. She just keeps running with me all the time. I go, huh. All signs point to, right? That could be, that's interesting. <laughs> I don't have any idea why she could get up at 4.30. pick that up in three months? But you said 90 days? I'm exaggerating. Oh. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm highly like, exaggerating. I mean, you're a sharp guy and all. Like yeah. 90 so, yeah. days. I've been there, though, man. Women went running with me for three months, too. You can tell. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's good. So, another question. I'm not trying to hold off Tanner here, but is she a Christian gal? What's the religion she like is. over there? Yeah. Um, so... Um, she's actually the only Christian in her family. Is that a contentious subject over there? Um, you know, not really. Oh. I think All like right. cool. people are they kind of just mind their own. Oh, you well. know, if you're a Christian, <laughs> that's cool. If you're <laughs> Buddhist, whatever, <laughs> you know. Good God. And uh, yeah, I mean, and of course, everybody's super nice over there. So it's All just right. everyone kind of minds their own Good business. Deal. There's no right. squashing of religious liberty or anything oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. There's only I think well. I might be wrong on this, but I think there's only about 4% Christianity. Really? Yeah, in Taiwan. So well, it's All right. Don't forget to listen to us when you're over there hobnobbing with the uh, the uh, Chinese uh, dynasty social circle. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's not Chinese. I'm going to get my ass kicked here in a minute. It's like calling uh, New Zealand Australia here. Yeah. yeah. All right, That Tanner. one's for you, Finley. Yeah. After. So, yeah, just, just kind of want to update. So, uh, yeah, you know... Um, I guess I would have came on your podcast and then moved just a couple of months later, yep. uh, back in the day. So I couldn't even drink alcohol then. Yep. Uh, drank 12-pack since you've been here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why I'm slurring. <laughs> Got so. rid of the shakes, finally. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I went to Pitt State for a couple of years. Um, got a bachelor's degree, communication. Got a master's in communication. Um, had a good time over there. No complaints, really. Um, you know, you, you learn a lot, so you basically are paying to learn, uh, hard lessons and some in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Some of the learning comes from not even in the classroom. It's having to deal with the people, uh, either when you're dealing with the administration or dealing with credits, not transferring or something like that. It can be a real, uh, that can be some of the unpleasant parts of, you know, the college experience, but all in all pretty good so i tried to keep up with you on the social medias there and you was doing some uh commercial work and video mm-hmm. and, and stuff yeah my favorite is the uh the aluminum ramp was my oh, favorite commercial. that's back in the yeah. day i, I forgot know, about that I don't yeah know if i remember the aluminum ramp so that was actually a community college um uh it's here in town project yeah so uh dirk andrews was public speaking teacher he's related to dustin andrews the brothers so yeah. Anyway, Dirk said he wanted us to make a commercial for our final in public speaking, and I couldn't think what to do. I had a pretty new four wheeler. I just got ramps, and I thought, you know, why don't I do a commercial on ramps? And uh, made the commercial. My dad helped me. 
for some reason, I was getting nervous. Um, Can't imagine why you get nervous being on camera and ramps. Yeah, because oh, of the camera. Uh, I was I was camera shy uh-huh. for some reason, so I wanted to put on a big bear head, and <laughs> I started talking, did the whole commercial perfectly how I wanted to do it. Showed it in class, nobody said a word. Uh, <laughs> the you got only, a bear head on the whole time. Yeah, I had a bear head on the whole time. The only people who laughed was two people I went to high school with. <laughs> And then Dirk was like, oh, really creative. Yeah, that was good. And then that was about it. So, yeah, that's funny you brought that up. Yeah. So the commercial work I was doing um, was for uh, Bob Biney, who used to own a car lot or two. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he had a car lot when you were a kid, Justin. The name is I, – I think the name's familiar because you said it. I don't – Because I just said it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't – I mean, like, I remember you watching the little commercials that you were doing. I don't – do you remember Bob Biney? I don't think so. Maybe he's too far away from Caulfield, too. That could be. So, yeah, yeah. So, he he was he grew up in Caulfield, had a car lot here, moved away. My dad worked for him. Oh. Uh, hmm. DJ Morse used to work for him. All kinds of, you know, people around here worked for him. And uh, anyway, I kind of hit him up because he's in Springfield, bigger area, and I said, hey, I'm kind of looking for an internship. You know, do you, do you know anybody who can help me out? And he goes, yeah, why don't we do, like, kind of an interview, and maybe you can just come work for us. So I got to go kind of meet him. It was pretty cool to meet him, you know, uh, knowing him on Facebook and everything like that and kind of interacting with him there. So then I kind of uh, went to Carthage where he has some two smaller lots. They're the only new car lots in Carthage at that time. Kind of did a little interview with him. Uh, His marketing uh, manager liked me all right. So I ended up working for him for a summer. Uh, Worked in Republic, Missouri, which is basically like an Owasso to Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. So, um but for Springfield, so I worked up there for him for a while. That was a really nice uh, car lot uh, and all that. I really enjoyed working for him. And, yeah, I did a lot of social media and commercial work and stuff like that for him. Yeah, I so, enjoyed him. It was yep. kind of neat watching you do some of that stuff. You did some other stuff around the campus that I would catch a little bits of, mm-hmm. you know, the old man in me would come out. I'm like, I don't know what the hell he's doing, <laughs> you know. But yeah, uh, I had never had Yoohoo before. Um, and I graduated with my bachelor's. I went to Arizona and to visit my grandparents, got a Yoohoo there. Thought it was the best thing I'd ever had in my entire life. So all I could think about was Yoohoo. All I, all I could talk about was Yoohoo. I mean, it, it is delicious. It was I've so, never had a Yoohoo. Oh my gosh, no. it was crazy. One. It looks like chocolate water. That's what, yeah, exactly that's basically what, what it, it is. is. Chocolate yeah, water. yeah, it was a okay. life changing experience. This all dude right. was drinking Yoohoo like day and night yeah. for like maybe a solid month. Really? It was it was a crazy yeah. thing for me. Yeah, it was an addiction. I uh, had a you addiction. I'd like to try it. I got a like Alec God. I got the uh, chocolate Highland chocolate milk thing. Ah, uh, so that's okay. that's there equal. You go. Yeah, okay. it's pretty right. close. Right. But yeah, so I made some commercials about Yoohoo because I thought it was hilarious uh, for the hell of it or for fun. You know, it wasn't even for any reason. <laughs> and I don't know. I've just done some goofy stuff here and there. So, but that's about it. Well, just imagine this older guy sitting at home going. I don't know what the hell he's doing on this thing, but he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I was watching it. I had a comment it. from a guy on there that said, can you get this off of my feed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Me and Justin are always talking about it. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you remove me from this page? Remove me from this site. Yeah. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Damn boomer. I'm sorry it came on there, but, yeah, I didn't. Shit. Oh, man. What was the other day, Yancey? You need to be kicked off the Coffeeville page. He's like, this is my page. What the hell are you talking about, man? Good yeah. stuff, man. That's All right. hilarious. Well, and here lately, you've been doing some interviews. You want more of that? 
It's over there. Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I work for uh, for Textron Aviation right now. Uh, really good place. Have no complaints about it. Um, and we, we have a four-day work week there, typically. Um, some Fridays I have to go in, but, you know, I have I have three days a week to catch up, work on my car, or whatever the heck I want to do. And so I thought, eh, you know, um, I thought I wanted to do news for a long time, kind of decided maybe I don't want to do news. And I thought, eh, you know, maybe I should start interviewing some people who are cool, you know, around town or around the area or whatever. Just people in general. I mean, you don't have to be famous or whatever to get interviewed. I mean, just like right now, you have all mm-hmm. kinds of people on here yeah. uh, that are local. You guys talk to everybody, so it's pretty awesome. Well, they won't talk to us, but yeah. All right, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I said, you know, that'd be kind of cool. I made a list of about, you know, 15 people that I thought would be cool to mm-hmm. um, to interview. And I haven't reached out to everybody because I've actually been talking about wanting to talk to you guys, too. I'm just going to say thanks so, for the invite. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. But, yeah. <laughs> so I've kind of been doing that just kind of for the fun. You know, it's just something I enjoy to kind of do in my free time. So, And, uh, you know, it doesn't cost money to do it. I had the microphones and just oh. used my phone camera. and I, I've, I've, I've enjoyed watching. It was, you know. Yeah. You did what? TJ, right? DJ and then, uh, this cat and, over here, and this guy over there, yeah, yeah, that was a good time. DJ is going to come in here week after next to tell us old. Uh, we'll talk about his car show, but then I said, yeah. tell us some old Caulfield uh, car stuff. So he'll be in cool. here for that. That'll so, be awesome. Yeah, but yeah. DJ's kind of uh, he's one of them old guys that I remember from when I was a kid. You know, gotcha. Okay, he helped yeah. me get in trouble, so we won't get into all that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Huh, cool. What are you doing for uh, Textron? What's the deal there? So, yeah, uh, I work for, it's called uh, under the customer experience umbrella. So, basically, what that means is uh, when somebody has already purchased a plane, uh, I, I'm basically customer-facing. So, when a customer comes in to buy the plane, they've they've likely already paid for the plane. It's already been sold. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's some other processes within that, but I'm not like a salesperson or anything, but... When they come in, we do some subscriptions for them, like some stuff you you know you need to have to fly the plane, like your maps or whatever or whatever you need to have or to get you set up with uh, you know NOAA. So you have like the ELT, which is what a lot of people refer to as a beacon. Mm-hmm. So you'll talk about well the beacon or the box or whatever went off on like planes that crashed, for instance. Mm-hmm. So you get them set up on that. So if their ELT uh, goes off, they can be located. So you get them kind of set up on that kind of as a courtesy. And uh, really, I'm just customer-facing. We just kind of hang out with the customer for half a day or whatever, or a day. So you're the face of the company, essentially. Yeah, so there's three roles roles that really, uh, you know, you've got a coordinator, a a delivery manager, and a customer account manager. And the three of them kind of work with the customer when they're there um, and kind of just make sure they're happy with the plane and stuff like that. And you meet a lot of cool people, so. What will your uh, communications degree allow you to do within the company as a whole so yeah so right now uh i've kind of done some i I heard you saying some stuff about streamlining earlier yancey uh so they've kind of had me do some streamlining of some processes because i came in i was like ah some of this i kind of want to work on do a little different and uh you know i've got a pretty good manager that was like hey you see something just kind of work on it bring it to me so uh, i've kind of been just working on doing some maybe some digital stuff for them uh some stuff like that so they have a communication department there. That's pretty cool. They've let me go job shadow them. Cool. Uh, my boss was like, well, you got master communication. And I brought up kind of, I thought communications look cool. So he sent me up there a couple times and uh, I've got a job shadow up there. I got to meet the CEO probably uh, three to four weeks ago. That's cool. He was pretty cool. Uh, from Iowa. Really? Uh, said he grew up on a farm, was in the army for eight years, and then he came work at Cessna. So 
he's a pretty cool guy, really pretty down to earth. Awesome. So, yeah. So you skipped over probably the coolest thing you've ever done. You was uh, hanging out with Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I forgot all about Come that on, actually. Man. So here's what's bad, and everybody hates me for it. Is I'm I'm not a huge into football. It's all right. So as long as you ain't into the Broncos, it's okay. Oh boy. Uh, no, but I don't like the Broncos. Right. I mean, I, you know, what, is that is that Yancey? You like the Broncos? <laughs> that's why, that's why I got all the stuff okay. right behind him there. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, yeah, that's funny. So, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I uh, was doing an internship in Kansas City, uh, you know, last year. Yeah. And uh, last summer. So, uh, was with a technology company. Uh, they're mainly into trucking and all that. But my, uh, you know, mentor – her husband is kind of on the commercial and the advertising scene in Kansas City. And she goes, oh, that's cool. You know, you got a, you emphasize in video production for your bachelors. How do you like to hang out on a commercial set? And I said, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And she goes, we'll probably do some for Carvana or uh, that grocery store that's really big up there. Yeah, um, Price Chopper? Price Chopper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And I was like, all right, sounds cool. And uh, so it was my fourth day in. She calls me that evening and says, hey, tomorrow just go ahead and meet me at Village of Lock Lloyd, which is some like crazy golf course. That's, that's where he lives now. Gated. That's where he just moved to. Yeah. Yes. So it, it was it was pretty cool. I got to go there and watch how everything, uh, you know, kind of went, how they set up. They had a body double for him. It was a guy who was like the same height and kind of the same build, but looked absolutely nothing like him. <laughs> and he just walked around and did all the kind of scenes for this Coors Light commercial. Really? Yeah, and uh, then he showed up. But since at that time, Lock Lloyd was out of his radius. So he has a radius. So they only got him for 45 minutes instead of an hour and a half. Hold on. Mahomes has a radius? So he had a radius. You're going to explain yeah. this. Okay, cool. So the radius is basically like when he was con- when he's contracting work out, like for a commercial, for instance. Yeah. If it's within like... 30 miles of his residence, mm-hmm. well, you, he, you can have him for an hour and a half. But if it's out of that radius, they usually won't let you have him. But since it was such a short distance out of, outside of his radius, they got him for 45 minutes. Hmm. And his people came in and checked the place out and everything before. <laughs> it's like the fucking like, Pope was uh, coming Secret in. Secret Service goes in and checks before the president <laughs> Jeez, and stuff. Man. I, that, yeah. It was that it was close. So, so. he just rolled up in there and yeah. turned I, it on or whatever. And I mean it's a huge investment, right? And yeah. so I guess yeah. they would kinda of want to look out for him. But yeah, he just rolled up in a humongous Nissan truck that had been bedlinered like Chiefs Red. Yeah. And uh hopped out and was cool, nice as could be to everybody. He drove it there and everything. Yeah, he drove himself there and uh he had a buddy with him or whatever and hopped out of the passenger seat and everything and they kinda of came in. Or it may not have even been a buddy, it may have been somebody who worked for the Chiefs. Or just an ass kisser. Something, yeah. I it mean, could have been I anything. Could, you know, if he needs some help doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he was nice as could be. I mean, super nice person. Uh, kind of exactly what you expected. Yeah. Uh, his wife showed up with the with the baby later, uh, probably about fifteen minutes in. Um, she seemed to be a nice lady. She wasn't popping champagne or anything <laughs> oh, crazy like no. that. But yeah, she was very nice, and they were they were real nice. Uh, the funniest part of it was when I showed up. There's probably a six-foot-tall stack of Coors Light, and I was like, dang, that's a lot of Coors Light. And it was 30 packs, you know, probably like, you know, four, you know, in a square up. Yeah. And I was like, dang, it's a lot of beer. And uh, anyway, when he left, somebody goes, hey, Patrick, you want some of this beer? He looked at it, and he goes, yeah, I'll take some of that. <laughs> and him and his guys, like, loaded up almost everything but two cases and uh, uh, took it. 
And uh, the half of it, I guess, is supposed to be for the homeowner that they use his house. So this <laughs> is what was kind of funny. And he probably didn't know that. But, Got you know, hosed. I was like, dang, the inflation's hitting him too. Like, I was like, I better, I better get this if you're, if you're offering it. Yeah. But no, it was pretty cool. He was super nice. Uh, yeah. I can't say anything bad about him. So didn't uh, slam a beer and throw it at you or anything like that. He didn't do anything crazy. Uh, no. Super wasn't, nice. Wasn't super... drinking Bud Light at least. He wasn't drinking Bud Light. All <laughs> he drinks good. is Coors. So, really, yeah. it's all he drinks is Coors. That is all he drinks, and that's part right. of why they sponsored him. Hmm. I did not. That's funny. That being out of Colorado, huh? Yeah. That is funny. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I don't know. I figured he'd be a, more of a shiner kind of a guy being from Texas. From Texas, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, money talks too, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anywhere. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, good. Go ahead. Yeah, anywhere he goes, that's what he drinks his Coors. And, and they claim even before, he's like Matthew McConaughey with the Lincolns. Oh, yeah. Before he got paid to drive a Lincoln, he drove, he drove Lincoln. Lincoln. Before he got paid to Hmm. Like Coors or whatever, he 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 drank Coors. So. Well, that's cool that you know there are actually people that believe in the product, right? So <laughs> I mean, Coors is it's better than Bud Light. I ain't saying that just because of the whole the whole wiener cutting issue, you know. Uh, Bud Light just ain't good beer, man. It's nasty. Give you a headache and change your whole sex. Apparently, yeah, apparently. Huh. Well, that's cool. You guys both did some uh, pretty interesting stuff in the four years since we've seen you. Mm-hmm. So we'll have you back in four more years to tell us about your uh, Chinese revolution that you fight in. You'll become like, <laughs> you'll be like, uh, what was the guy from uh, the Terminator? The the, mm. the 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 guy that went back in time. Connor, oh, John yeah, Connor. John Connor. You'll be like John yeah. Connor yeah. of the Resistance. And uh, you'll probably be like uh, covering the war or something. Yeah, he'll be on TV running. You'll be like the, the uh, next Dan Rather. Be there in the ditches covering the war. I got to remember who that is. Even oh no, oh, no. <laughs> he, uh, well, Justin, let's. Hey, uh, can you get my vitamin? Did you, yeah, did you take your Centrum yeah. Silver today? Go get, get my prostate check tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus, uh, Dan Rather was. He was the man on CBS, right? Yeah. I would say yeah. he was probably the most recognizable news figure after Cronkite and then yeah. after okay. Peter Jennings was gone, too. But he kind of screwed the pooch right there at the end, didn't he? He made some claims about George W. Bush and some uh, towards the end of his presidency, and he didn't have the documentation to back it up, and that CBS got sued, all kinds of stuff. That, to me, was when it happened. I don't know if it had already been happening, but that's when we... First started realizing that, oh, maybe the news is biased. Well, you know, Ted Koppel started kind of going off the reservation a little bit, too. He started showing his bias a little bit. And a lot of these guys were old-time newsmen where they didn't didn't show their bias a lot. So Uh you you couldn't even assume really where they're where they stood politically. Well, now it's almost like media activism. It isn't almost Mm -hmm. like media activism. That's what it is. But uh, anyway, I digress. That's okay. These young men can hear old dudes bitch about <laughs> yeah, politics. And the damn news. media God hasn't damn. always been like this, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I believe it. Yeah. yeah, back we had to move the antenna for exactly, your dad. Exactly, we got we got channel two, channel six, and channel eight. Damn it, and then PBS too. Yeah, that's where Jim Lehrer was. Remember him? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Jim Lehrer News Hour. No, it's, you're talking about some shit I don't know about now. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I know that uh, Josh is on a time limit. What day do you leave? Wednesday. I was also going to uh, 
have uh, Merle Haggard with Silver Wings playing as we got off here, but I've failed at all these things. These are the great ideas that I come up with during the day, but I have a hard time, you know, following through. It's almost as good when you describe them to people. Yeah, they can picture yeah, them with yeah. us. Silver Wing. Come on, Yancey, yeah. sing it for us. Shining in the sunlight. There you go. There we go. Yeah, so that's cool. So you're leaving in a few days. Yep. And then you're going over there and you're going to be back. Are you coming back to visit or are you just going to be over there till you come back? So yeah, I'll just be over there until I come, come back. back. Yeah, it's. He's I mean, just it's gonna be there until he comes back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. it's uh, it's too expensive to just come back and yeah. visit. So um, yeah. it's yeah. about fifteen hundred dollars for well, a round trip. What is uh, what's it cost for a guy to live over there? Like, what's a place a dwelling cost? Well, so you know, it, it really depends if you're if you're just living on your own. Yeah. Um. You know, I would like to say, I, I don't even know on the top of my head how to translate it from their currency to ours. Yeah. Um, is it expensive? It can be. If yeah. you're staying in Taipei, which is yeah. the capital, it's like it's like New York City over yeah. there. Um, so it's, it's a little more pricey, but, you know, it's still cheaper than the United States. It's about, I don't know, I would say... I read up the other day is about seventy eight percent cheaper to live there really? than the United States, but you also you get paid less, Thanks, right? Biden. Um, but uh, but like just overall, like for what you're getting, what you're making, it's it's way cheaper. Like you don't have to cook over there if you don't want to. You could eat street food every day, really, and it's dirt cheap, really. And they have some really interesting things on we, the street. We've seen really interesting things on TV at the beginning of the Rona. I don't know, man. You ate dog. No, no, no. They don't have that over there. But I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful I, to no. the community, but they eat some shit. Yeah. No, they. I mean, they eat uh, some interesting things. Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, I don't know, man. Yeah. They uh, Do they partake in the bugs over there? Like, no. No, not a mm -mm. big bug-eating culture? Mm -mm. Okay. It's, it's an island, right? Basically? Yeah, it's, it's an island. It's about the size of Kansas, and it's about a lot of 80 miles from China. A lot of seafood. Huh. Yeah, seafood, a lot of seafood and a lot of pork and chicken, and then also beef, but pork yeah. is probably uh, the most common meat that's Eat, yeah. Yeah, ate there. So, hmm. yeah, that's it's cool. pretty pretty interesting. And you think you're going to end up someplace else probably too, huh? Uh, right now I'm looking at maybe Wichita with, with Textron, so yeah. that's far as I'm looking to go for now. So Isn't that... Uh... Hambone, doesn't he work for them? Oh, is Bale yeah. owned by Textron or is Textron yeah. owned yeah, Bale? Okay, so, so I think he's in the family. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Textron owns all kinds of stuff. Uh, Cessna, Beechcraft, Bell, Articat, four wheelers. I think he works from home for something to do with that. Mm -hmm. huh. You know Conway Hambone? I don't think so, huh? You may know his real name. We'll tell you after the show. He's listening. <laughs> don't right want to totally sell the guy out. Okay. Yeah, he, he might be somebody to connect with. I don't know. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, I know that his uh, job capacity is actually really cool for yeah. what he gets to do. He he yeah. stays home all day long, sits on his ass, and doesn't yeah. do anything. Well, not just that piece, <laughs> but what he actually is supposed to be doing. <laughs> okay, I guess he's the pool boy. His wife's pool really boy. Is, she she says that on the. I see. Okay. He's, he's one of our producers, so that's hilarious. And he cool. could be a better producer if he spent some more money to us. There Thanks. you go. All right, so I'm not gonna keep you guys too long. I'll expect you back in four years. Uh, I probably will be fully bald by then and uh, not be able to hear you. So barely see you now. 
Yancey, you got anything you want to ask these young men before we leave? No, I think we kind of ran the gamut. Yeah, I thought it was them. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Thanks for coming in, telling us all about your goings on, and have a good time over there. Right. I will. Yeah. Yep. Are we friends on the Facebook? Yeah, I think so. Thanks. I'll be looking for some pictures. Yeah, actually, I'll have to add you. I'm gonna. I have a group on Facebook um, yeah. where I put pictures and stuff. Okay. From uh, during my time. You know, you over can't there. leave without going in and seeing the church lady, or I'll tell her you come out here. That was the thing. You can't leave without okay. visiting. Gotcha. That's why I'm not going to hold you up forever because yeah, she's going to hold you up forever. You can, you you can you stay off forever. the FaceTime a little longer. The FaceTime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay off the FaceTime. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, if you can go back and if you scroll back to April of 2020. 19. Thanks. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, you can hear these guys before. It'll probably sound like shit because I hadn't figured out yet how to hit this one button. Thousands of dollars of instruments later. One button's all you had to do. Uh, anyway, you can go back and listen to them, hear what they said then and now, and they both have more facial hair now. And uh, also, go by WKO Podcast and uh, check out the producer list and buy you a t-shirt or something, or if you just want to leave us some money, that'd be great. Oh, thank you, Pike, for the big donation today. Apparently, he really wants us to have the Roadcaster, so uh, we're almost not there, but we're close. Beautiful. Maybe. Kind of. We need more donations. All right. Thank you. See you guys later.